0: Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs. That you can up level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. So pleased to have you here. Uh, Thank you for pushing play on another episode to all the loyal listeners. And of course, welcome to all of the newbies that are listening. I hope you love this podcast as much as I love creating it for you. So I'm just going to dive right in today. It might be a bit of a shorter episode for you, but super duper fun because you know what? back from Dalesford, as you know, and fully reconnected with my spiritual self. And so keen to show you how this actually can be applied to your private practice and what has been the impetus for our uh, catch-up today is that there's a lot of discussion in the groups at the moment around, you know, oh, I'm feeling exhausted and, um, you know, I'm working hard and I'm not yet seeing results and uh, all of this sort of stuff. But also, I think, too, sometimes my own, um, you know, sense of, well, I want to try and help everybody and I, you know, I make this podcast and I make all these free resources and I try and be available in my groups to support people but there are always people coming in that don't take up you know they don't listen to the podcast or they they don't download the the, the free resource or they don't watch the free training that I do but they still jump in the groups and are like help I'm stuck and I've been doing all of the things and nothing's working and you know what I just think if all of those things are there and you're choosing not to use them you want the the quick answer if you want to jump in a group and, and ask hey do you know what I, I am not committed enough to my business to watch a 10-minute video or to, to download and apply that free resource, I can absolutely tell you with 100% certainty that you're going to struggle in your practice because without attending, giving your attention, putting your focus onto what's there and the solutions, you are only going to see obstacles, And we've gone into this before, so I won't belabor the point. But you will continue to see more of what you're giving your attention to. And I think when you ask people questions, it's always helpful to get different perspectives. You know, I'm in a mastermind. I ask questions all the time. But at the end of the day, I consume the content as well um, and I have a go at things. And then I will jump into groups and say, hey, I've had a go at this. What do you think? Da, 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 da. So really important if you um, want to get ahead in your private practice that you take advantage of all of the good stuff that's being provided free of charge to you if cost is the issue um but the other thing that i sometimes hear well actually not sometimes but a lot of the time i hear that you know oh it's such a big effort and you know i'm trying so hard and i'm not seeing the results and things like that so i thought today we would have a quick discussion about what's called the law of least effort I know, right? Do you love it? I love this stuff so much. And the reason that I want to do this is to show you that uh, running a private practice gets to be easy. I tell this to my coaching clients all the time. It really does get to be easy. And do you know what? It is such a beautiful moment when you help somebody with something and they say, oh, is that it? <laughs> like, Yep, that's it. (laughs) And they realize in that moment, oh my goodness, I've been making this so much more difficult or complicated than it needed to be. Um, And so, yeah, that's why we're going to have this conversation today around the law of least effort. I know, I love it so much. Okay, and you are going to love this too because those of you who are open to this stuff, and I assume most of you are because it's called private practice with soul, right? Um, You're going to love it so much because it's going to help you view the way that you show up in your practice a little bit differently and how you handle things in your business a little bit differently. And I'll give you some examples, some practical, you know, private practice day-to-day examples from my business um, to illustrate some of these points as we go along. But yes, it gets to be easy. It gets to be light and it gets to be fun because there is this law of least Effort. And you know what? It's not just a universal law or a spiritual law or anything like that. We also see it in other sciences, like, for example, Vedic science. I think um, they don't call it the law of least effort, I think they refer to it as um, economy of effort something similar to that. So I'm sure those of you who are into um, Vedic principles will be able to correct me on that. So please feel free to hit me up with an email. Okay, so what is it? Well, basically, it's this idea that nature, as you may know, or definitely appreciate, uh, nature is built on sacred geometry, right? We all know this. Uh, we learn it in science in high school. We learn it um, when we go to university. And then we learn it when we do our own sort of uh self-directed study you know whether that's esoteric or whether it's spiritual or whatever it is but we understand that there's geometry in absolutely everything and geometry is found on energy right that's science we know this um and so we know that by law by by how physics works by how natural science works it is effortless for things to happen like it's effortless for a bird to fly it flies it's effortless for a fish to swim it's just going to swim it's effortless for the river to flow it's just going to flow it's not you know using effort it's just doing its thing it's not effort it doesn't take effort for um the soil to you know um compost itself it just does it naturally and organically it doesn't take effort for our bodies to you know replenish themselves you know I don't know what the rules are not the rules but I don't know how it happens or how many times a year but isn't it like we shed our whole skin once a year or twice a year or something or we replace every organ in our body apart from our bones like once a year or something all of this happens without any effort from us, right? It just happens. It's nature, it's science. It it just happens. You know, the grass isn't saying, oh geez, you know, I've, I've got to push up another two millimeters today. Oh, can't be bothered. How am I gonna do that? And oh, I wish I didn't have to, and look at the rain, and oh, look at the sun, and you know, I hope no one stands on me today. It it doesn't work like that. It everything's just happening very naturally, right? Um, it happens with ease and it's just effortless okay and the thing that we know when it comes to us as you know we're, we're connected like mind body spirit for example very basically think about it like that when we are in alignment with our well you can say higher self you could say god you could say source energy whatever it is but when you're in alignment with that your intuition your gut when, when you're in total alignment you're in a flow state And when you're in that flow state, everything feels effortless, right? That's because everything is lining up energetically. There's no pushing. There's no controlling. There's no forcing. There's no requiring, insisting, demanding. You are just in flow. And I think we've all experienced a flow state before. Um, The more that you can consciously and intentionally create a flow state, the more you get done in your private practice. And we've got other episodes on flow state. And if you want me to do another one, I can absolutely do that for you. Just let me know. But, you know, I can recall when I was in a flow state over Christmas, and some of you may remember this, but I wrote 52 emails. I created them all in Canva. I made these beautiful templates up. I came up with these 52 topics. I wanted my intention was to give high value to you, to my audience through my emails every single week. And I wanted it to be a short email that wasn't going to take forever to read. And I wanted it to include action steps that could be done, you know, that morning or that afternoon when people read the email. And I wanted to, yeah, make people excited to open them and everything. And I was in this flow state and I came up with, you know, like 60 topics. I created a template in Canva. I wrote out all of the 52 emails and I think they're all like two pages long or something like that. That's two pages in Canva but one page in the email because you import them as pictures. But anyway, Um yeah, and so then I connected my Canva with MailChimp and hit publish and boom, and then I just set them up. I set them up to go out one every week, every week, every week, every week for 52 weeks. And they go out and they go out every Monday and they're amazing and people write back to me and they say, oh, my gosh, this was so helpful. Thank you. I can't wait for next week's email. And I don't even remember what I've put. Like we're in the, we're in the no, start of April. I couldn't tell you what's in next Monday's email but what I can tell you is when I sat down and I came up with all those email ideas for my content and I designed the email and I wrote them all out and I published everyone individually to Canva and then I um, from Canva to MailChimp and then I you know set them up as this workflow the whole thing took me an afternoon It took me an afternoon and it was just so easy to do. But if you asked me this morning, hey, can you come up with 52 ideas, and write 52 emails with lots of action steps and set them up in your workflow so you never have to worry about them for the rest of the year. Do you know what? Just the thought of that would make me go, oh, really? (laughs) But anyway, you get my point. When we're in a flow state, we are more productive and more efficient. And that's why it's important for private practice. And I'm going to teach you some action steps at the end of this podcast to help you with that as well. Um, Again, like just coming back to Vedic principles and Vedic science, they talk about economy of effort in terms of being able to do less and receive more doing less and seeing more benefits, doing less and being more productive, doing less and accomplishing more. And, again, it's this achievement uh, of being, you know, productive through alignment, okay? And the thing to remember is I know for many of us our default is when things aren't working out in our private practice. Maybe we're trying to find more referrals, or get more bookings, or get more traffic over to our website. When that's not happening, for many of us, our default is to do more. Oh, well, I better do more. I'm not getting any inquiries from Facebook and Instagram. So I'm going to jump in a group and ask, where else can I go to find clients? And I'm going to make more work for myself. Rather than improving the platforms I'm already on, I'm just going to go off on a tangent over there and add something else to my to-do list. And I'm going to put a lot of effort into that. You know what I mean, but the reality is when we're in total alignment, there isn't a beginning and an end. There's not a, a start and an end, right? There's, um, It's all non-linear. So it looks like to me that feminine flow, you know, where you don't come in with a plan and say, hey, I'm going to do this today. When you're in alignment, you get inspired to do something. It might not be working on your referrals. You might get inspired to create your emails or record a podcast or something like that. So it's non-linear. It's guided by what feels right in the moment and it's guided by what would feel the easy like the easiest most joyful thing for you to do, okay? The energy of flow is one that's really nourishing, really nurturing, joyful, fun, and you know what, sometimes when you're in your flow depending on what you're doing, you can experience almost a state of, you know, calm or bliss maybe even both, okay? And the way that we expand that flow state once we're in it is we expand that out through generating thoughts around love, through generating thoughts around appreciation, through generating thoughts around kindness because those thoughts will lead to feelings, right? And those feelings create energy And that energy of those three things like gratitude and kindness and appreciation will raise your vibration even higher and can sustain a flow state for you, right? Make the work even more enjoyable, make you even more efficient, make you even more productive. And yes, even if you have ADD like I do, you can still experience a flow state, right? It's not a problem. You can absolutely do it. But you have to remember that when you're wanting to cultivate that flow state, it means that you're disconnected from ego, right? So you're not even thinking about yourself. You are thinking about your clients, for example. Uh, You're thinking about, what do my clients really need to hear from me right now? How can I help my clients? How do they need me to show up for them today? Where are they struggling? Do I have something in my toolbox that I can give them uh, that's going to solve a challenge or a problem for them? Like how can I provide something for for them that's really going to take something off their plate today so it's not about you you know you're not saying oh i'm worried if i do a facebook live everybody's going to hate me and judge me and troll me and and stuff like you you're not in that you you are not in your head you are in your heart and that's the difference when you want to create and embody the energy of the law of least effort and you want to actually see if you can do this you want to see if you can do less and receive more it will require you to release ego and operate from your heart space okay that's a skill I know it takes time okay the other thing too to understand is that you know, there's this belief, and I'm sure many of you have heard this before and, and maybe subscribe to it, but there's a belief that our body is the vehicle for our energy. You know, our body, uh, and again, we know this, don't we, from science and stuff like that, but our body is really good at generating energy. Uh, for example, you know, um, I have started Noom lately, Noom N for nut, O-O-M for Mary I started Noom lately and it's an app and that app was written by psychologists and nutritionists and dietitians and uh it includes like this one-to-one coaching every day plus you um you know you track your food and you get you know there's gamification included so like you get gold coins for doing all these certain tasks which I love because I'm super competitive um (laughs) And oh, what else was I going to say about noon? Oh, and it requires you to um, move, but it does it incrementally. So, you know, it's trying to, at the moment, get me to 10,000 steps. It starts you on 2,000. And if you can get that 2,000 steps on that day, You don't have to, but if you do, then it will add 300 to the next day. So the next day, your goal is to get 2,300 steps. If you do that, it will add another 300 for the next day and so on and so on until you hit the 10,000. And so it's by what I've noticed is that when I first realized, oh my gosh, I've got to do 2000 steps in my head, I was like, how am I going to do that? Where am I going to find the time? And I'm so busy and this is going to be hard. And, you know, I can't remember the last time I did 2000 steps in one go. And you know what, when I first did the 2000 steps, I live in Mount Eliza and it's quite a hilly area and I thought to myself, I don't want to walk down my court because my court, or well, I live in a grove, but it's really a court and anyway, it's got a really steep hill and I thought, I, I just can't do that. So I got in my car and I drove um, about two blocks away where I thought it would be easier for me to walk these 2,000 steps and do you know what, it did take effort for me to get going. However, that was about a week ago now, I think. And yeah, now I'm up to 3,000, I think 3,900 steps I've got to do today. But the thing is that every day I'm doing these steps, it's getting easier. My body is finding energy for me. My body is creating energy for me to expend. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. But your body also stores energy right? We know that. So it it generates energy, it stores energy, and of course, it uses energy, it expends energy, like when I'm going for my walk, okay? Or like when I'm working in my business. Um, But having that awareness of like how our our body um, does all of these things with energy, means that when you understand that everything is energy, including your referrals, including your inquiries, including the turnover that's coming into your practice, uh, you know, all of those things that are related to business are energy too. You suddenly realize, oh, my gosh, um, I can absolutely create more referrals. I can receive more inquiries. I can create and receive more turnover now that I understand how energy works, right? And I can do this by doing less. And this is the law of least effort. Okay. Um, So when that energy, when you learn how to free up the energy in your body, like, you know, the whole mind body connection, right? You know how, if you're super stressed, it has this effect on your energy, or if you're feeling depressed, it has an effect on your energy, or if you're feeling anxious and scared, it affects your energy. Well, understanding that connection means that you can then also understand how to free up your energy. That's what I was alluding to before when I was saying, like when we're in our heads, you know, we're not in that flow state and we are pushing, we are exerting energy, we are, you know, persuading, convincing, trying, efforting. We're doing all of those things when we're operating from ego. But when we operate from heart, all that energy is freed up, right? And that's how you can do more things operating from your heart space, okay? And there are three steps. Now, you might want to get your pen if you don't have one already. If not, um, you know, maybe screenshot where the podcast is up to now and come back to it a bit later. But um, there are three steps that you can implement today that can help prepare you and ready you to start taking your foot off the accelerator so that you can slow yourself down you can actually use less effort in your private practice and start to receive more of what you're wanting and desiring to call in okay and those three steps are first of all acceptance of the current situation and by that very simply i want you to Believe and trust that this moment that you're experiencing right now is as it should be, okay? Accepting that this experience, this moment that you are in right now is exactly as it should be. Even if it's not something that you like or feel comfortable with, accept, okay, this is happening and this is how it should be. The next step is to move you into that by me level of consciousness where we're taking responsibility for things, okay? And when we take responsibility for things, it puts us back in control because it allows us to come up with creative solutions to problems or creative solutions to situations and things like that, okay? Um, we accept that moment and... But we also accept in that moment when we take responsibility this other aspect and that is this moment is happening and there's a hidden treasure in it for you, okay? And this hidden treasure is happening for your evolution. So this... Situation you're in right now, even though it's uncomfortable, even though you don't like it, even though you want something different, accept that it's happening and it's happening the right way that it needs to for you right now. Understand that it's happening for you, not to you. That as a result, as a consequence of this situation at the moment, Something good is going to come. You are going to improve something, whether it's see something a different way, whether it's shift a belief, whether it's update something, create something new. But it's happening for you to become more in alignment with who you are and what you're trying to do in your private practice. And step three is to become um, less defensive about things. And by that, I mean sometimes we have these knee-jerk reactions to situations happening, and I will give you an example in a minute from my practice. Sometimes we have these uh, events that happen and we think, ouch, that really hurts, and why, and that's not okay, and that's not fair, and, you know, why did they do that, and all, all of this sort of stuff. And we can want to, you know, reply back or respond from that space of being defensive you know and when we do that all we're doing is we're keeping that energy from being able to flow we're keeping that energy in our ego state right which means it's requiring more effort more attention more awareness all of those sorts of things Um, when we can release that initial response reaction or that initial response of defensiveness and we can just release that need to try and convince someone of something try and prove something to someone try and persuade someone pushing using effort all of those sorts of things when we can do that what ends up happening when we release the need to do those things is we integrate that experience and when we can integrate that experience what happens is we get out of ego state very naturally and organically without any effort at all we drop back into our heart and in our heart there's only love and we settle down we return the energy's gone from buzzing and and being rushing around our body and our system and everything it comes back down to our heart space where it is relaxed again where it's calm again Okay, so they're the three steps accepting that everything is happening as it should be happening for you in this moment, okay, even though maybe you can't see why or you can't appreciate why just yet. Step two, look at your role in it, take responsibility for it, find a solution or a way out and understand that what's happened has happened for you for your personal spiritual energetic whatever you want to call it evolution okay it's for you to up level and then the last one is let go of the need to push convince persuade um, use effort let go of that allow yourself to integrate the lesson it's by integrating the lesson that you transmute the energy of I told you this was a spiritual episode. <laughs> it's when you are able then to transmute the energy and take it from something that's quite stressful and anxiety-inducing to something that's very calming and expansive. We take it from being restrictive to expansive. So they're the three steps, and I can give you an example. And I'm sure many of you were in business have experienced uh, a situation where you've had a, a client. Who maybe wasn't overly happy with the service that they received, whether it was with a course that you sold or an online program that you have, or maybe it was even face-to-face work that you did. Um, I want you to have a think about how you handled that situation and what came up for you in that moment, you know, um, and really journal it out i know it might be a bit raw and it might be a bit hard to look at but i want you to have an experience of seeing the situation through the lens of the law of least effort and i want you to revisit it and look at um you know in reflection, can I accept that that moment was happening for me? Even though it caught me off guard and I was super stressed and anxious, can I look back and see that that moment happened for me? Um, can I look back and see how I took responsibility for it and what the hidden lesson was? And can I look back and see how I was able to then integrate that lesson? Okay. So for me, um, I'm just trying to think of an example of, uh, to share with you. Yeah. So when I first started introducing fees, you know, and I had fees for my psychology service i had cancellation fees and booking fees and all of this sort of stuff as you know from previous episodes it was a really difficult introduction because i did not know what i was doing i didn't have a coach i didn't have a mentor my supervisor wasn't in private practice they were attached to a university so they didn't know um and i was just winging it and i was jumping into facebook groups asking for help and all of this sort of stuff and anyway what ended up happening was um you know i got a lot of pushback as you've heard before and um I was bullied by a couple of clients who, yeah, I can remember it like it was yesterday. I was standing behind the counter at reception and um, a male client was standing over me and he was pointing his finger and he was banging his fist on the counter at me saying he wasn't going to pay me this $15 and all of this sort of stuff. And um, he was very angry that I'd processed the payment even though we'd had the discussion and he'd signed all his paperwork and he filled out the payment form with his credit card details and everything. When the payment actually came out after the session, um, he came, He returned to the practice um, to, you know, accost me or, or verbally attack me or whatever it was for taking out this payment. Um, so anyway if I accepted in that moment that this was happening um, and I I was right where I needed to be, I could have had a very different outcome. What ended up happening was I got scared and when I'm anxious, my response is flight. (laughs) I shut down i run away i'm the flight person um but anyway i was trapped right i was trapped behind the counter he was blocking the exit so i couldn't escape uh he was hollering and, and all this all this sort of stuff now instead of me taking responsibility then and accepting that this moment was happening for me i was like in my head in that fierce state rushing 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 all the blood coursing through me and everything and i became defensive and of course all that did was blow things up even more um and anyway i i made some bad decisions i ended up giving him his money back can you believe i mean who refunds you know counseling sessions it's not a thing no one does it but i did it anyway because i didn't have this understanding i didn't have this awareness uh looking back let me share with you after i learned about um things like the law of least effort had i accepted in that moment had i been able to have the presence and the wherewithal to breathe for a moment to put a boundary in place And to accept, okay, I'm not going to struggle here. I'm going to let this moment unfold. I'm going to let him say what he needs to say. And I'm going to accept the universe is giving me this for a reason. Might not know what it is just yet, but okay, this is happening for me. And seeing then that this thing that was happening is happening to help me get better in my private practice, when it comes to charging people for services. If I didn't become defensive, if I allowed myself to, you know, release that need to prove and to be right, you know, I was like, but you signed the thing and we've had the discussion and you've done this and you've done that. That was the energy that I was in because I was reacting. I didn't even think about it. But How would I handle it differently next time? Again, it's going to be boundaries, but it leads me to be able to integrate and and transmute the lesson. And for me, what I didn't realise in the moment, but what I realised with debriefing after it all happened was this, the lesson that I had was to be more clear in my policies about, you know, what the fee is, when the fee will be processed, how it will be processed. I needed to be more clear with my clients and not assume that because they filled out all of the forms that they'd read them and understood them properly, I needed to actually make sure. So I gave a direction to admin to you know and I gave them a script about you know making sure everybody understood this is the process so there aren't any surprises and that if they you know aren't happy with that that's okay we can connect them with psychologists in the area that offer bulk billing or something like that so it allowed me to improve the way that I was doing my business as someone who is new to charging fees and from that space and from that experience now I am better at seeing lessons and I'm better at boundaries so I can absolutely see while it wasn't a pleasant experience I can see now how having that experience has made me better at private practice Um, now I have policies in place I have terms and conditions in place Um, they're all very clear I have contracts with people in place Um, so I protect my business I protect myself and I protect my clients because my clients need boundaries too. And, you know, it may surprise you to know that even in our community, there are some people that I work with, counsellors, social workers and psychologists that choose not to pay or, you know, they they decide, oh, you know, um, I want to spend the money on something else so I'm going to cancel my supervision or something like that. Even in the work that we do in our professional community, this happens. It's a thing and um, by having had a lesson like this with a client years ago now i feel not no anxiety when somebody says to me i want to cancel x y or z for example i can look at my terms and conditions i can refer to my terms and conditions i've got the boundary there and i can say well that's okay you don't have to continue with this service but you are still responsible you know for upholding your end of the agreement and this is just how it is And most of the time people are okay with that, but you're always going to get pushed back from some people. But, you know, that's life. It's just disappointing that it happens in our field, but it does. And I think as your practice grows, you can it's just a numbers thing isn't it if you're working with only a handful of people the the chances of an unwanted situation or an anxiety inducing situation your practice are less than if you work with a thousand people or two thousand people or in my case six thousand people (laughs) there's always going to be some people that you know change or um evolve and we're not always on the same path some people are going to get on the bus some people could get off the bus that's totally fine but we can get on and off it nicely (laughs) and for you in private practice um, I want you to really make a conscious effort this week of tuning in to a situation that may happen for you in your business that causes you to you know feel nervous or discomfort or or something like that and I want you to be intentional and say how you know I'm going to choose to believe that although I feel horrible in this moment it's it's exactly unfolding for me in the way that it needs to be for my highest good and for the highest good of all others number one choose that belief number two take responsibility right Taking responsibility is how can I respond to this in a way, if you like, that's really creative. I just say creative because I think when we think outside the box, that's where all the gold is. But um, in business, if you've got a policy or a procedure, then you're going to lean into that. That's what your policies and procedures and your terms and conditions are there for, right? They protect you. They protect your client. So whatever it is that you're dealing with in your business, um, Understand that there's a hidden lesson in here. You can't see it right now because you're in your head and you're not going to be able to see it until you calm down a little bit. That might take some time. That's okay. But drop the need to be defensive. Okay, catch yourself before you hit reply to the nasty email, (laughs) before you hit reply to the nasty comment, (laughs) before um, you respond to the person on the phone that's blowing off steam, you know, take, give yourself time, say, say to those people, I'll get back to you in 24 hours. Uh, I'll get back to you during office hours or um, I'm busy today. I want to give this the time it deserves. Please um, give me 24 hours and I'll get back to you then, right? Give yourself that window. That's okay. You're allowed to have 24 hours. You don't have to respond straight away. And, you know, allow yourself to think about what is the lesson here? How was I responsible for this happening? Like me, when I first started charging fees, I was responsible for that client standing over me like that because I wasn't clear. I wasn't, I thought I was clear, but looking back now, I can see that I could have been more clear. So that was on me and it helped my business to improve that. And the whole point of this episode is to show you that when you can follow this three-step process, and you get into the habit of following this three-step process, it's going to become autopilot for you. It's going to become second nature for you. And you will be able to have an experience of doing less, exerting less effort and receiving more. Receive more inquiries, referrals, turnover, opportunities, visibility, whatever it is you set your intention on. And again, it all comes back to you working in alignment. And you know when you're aligned because everything feels super easy. You are out of alignment, or something is out of alignment when you're feeling uncomfortable, when you're feeling like it's hard, when you're feeling like you've got to do something, push, use effort. That's when something's out of alignment. Tune into that, become aware of it and ask yourself the question, what's not feeling right here? What, what What's off for me here? What What's not feeling good for me here? And when you have that awareness, ask yourself, okay then, what could I change or what needs to change in order for it to feel good for me? Because when you're in that flow state, You're going to get more done in a lot less time and that's going to give you back your time freedom. It's going to help you with your balance. It's going to help you uh, feel more joy, feel light. It's going to help you sleep better at night. All of those beautiful, 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 beautiful things. So yes, in private practice, you absolutely get to do less and receive more if you're open to using the processes. Okay, And I've shared with you a three-step process here. I hope that you loved this episode so much. This is something that we're going into more detail with in Clients on Demand. And I have to tell you, I am loving that program so, 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 so much. Everyone worked on their messaging this week and we did a few other things. And it's just such a beautiful place to be. I'm I'm in that space every single day, giving them coaching on the spot, helping, helping, helping and I'm so excited because their next module drops tomorrow and it's on some mindset and spirituality stuff for their private practice. And it's just going to be so much fun. And I know that there are going to be some big shifts and some aha moments for them all. And I just can't wait to see their faces and it's going to be so much fun. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, I want to know what you're doing in your private practice too. So feel free to let me know in our groups or send me an email you know my details are always in the show notes i hope you love this episode thank you so much for listening um yeah but enjoy doing less and receiving more in your private practice okay bye everybody Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.